This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. It's a great day for a podcast. Once again, here he is, John Oakley. These deep fakes are getting so darn good, it's becoming... Somewhat of an issue, obviously, uh, just in regular uh, transmission of imagery. But when it comes to pornographic images and using celebrity faces, the likes of Taylor Swift, uh, which, by the way, was trending on TikTok or X. If you punch the name in the search box, uh, it told you as of Saturday afternoon that uh, something went wrong. Try reloading. But prior to that, uh, these were... The photos that were shared on X Wednesday night, 47 million views. The account was eventually suspended. Let's find out exactly how this is impacting the adult entertainment industry. Kelly Roberts knows all about it. Spent over two decades in the adult entertainment biz. She's also the author of the book, How to Be a Porn Star. Kelly, good to have you back in the Oakley Show. Good afternoon. Hello. Good afternoon to you, too. What are you up to these days? I'm actually working on AI, ironically. (laughs) Are you? Uh, does it involve any kind of imagery? Yes, it actually does. Not um, celebrities, but yes, adult stars. So that I was kind of funny when you called about this. I'm like, oh, perfect. Well, how are you applying AI to adult stars? Well, basically, adult stars, when we make adult movies, they take a lot of photographs prior to the movie itself. So we're able to use those to replicate the actual star herself and have like an AI version of her. Unfortunately, the side effect, which you guys have now seen, is you can also take those same images and replicate, replace the the head, and now all of a sudden it's Taylor Swift. It's no longer the girl who consented. It's a celebrity who didn't consent to this. Well, how does a girl who consented feel about that? Because it's almost a form of intellectual property, isn't it? It is, in fact, a form of intellectual property. And the girls who do consent are fully aware that they know what's happening to them. They agree to have relations, intimate relations, where someone who doesn't is like, oh, my God. So it's very jarring for someone like Taylor Swift to suddenly see herself in this position and where the girl who consents, she's not okay with that because she agreed. She knew what she was getting into. And imagine having your body violated to, and, and you're like, do you remember that movie with um, pretty woman where they took Julie Roberts head and put it on someone else's body. And a lot of people were really bothered by that. This is really just the modern day version of pretty woman. Well, yeah, where they, you know, do that. And so the consenting, girl or woman uh, doesn't get full credit for her work. Absolutely. She, and you know, you don't necessarily know whose body it was that they did that. And that's a violation in itself. But more importantly, remember these girls are trademarked and, and their images and likenesses are also copyrighted. So not only is she not getting name recognition, you're actually stealing from her because when you use her likeness, you have to pay her. And that's not happening. That's, that's, these girls are being cheated 
and and uh, people have this misconception that these starlets make millions of dollars. They don't. A lot of them are living paycheck to paycheck. So when you take that revenue source out of their hands, that's a big deal. You're stealing from them. So you're working on AI. I mean, is it possible then that you could have uh, AI generated? You know, this is generative uh, content that no longer needs anybody to actually, uh, you know, star or uh, appear in certain films. You can just generate it out of whole cloth, as it were. A lot of people think that, but sadly, technology is not there yet. One day, 10 years from now, maybe, but no, it's not even remotely close. Can you, and that's the difference between generative AI and beat fake. So a beat fake is you take a movie that someone actually did, a real movie, and then plop like Taylor Swift's head on it. So it looks like, can they do that? Yes. And it looks amazing. And you will have a very hard time telling the difference. But can you just create an, an entire new movie with AI? No, not yet. Not yet. In years, yeah. In a few years, maybe five, five, ten years for sure, there will be no need for adult actresses at all. Hmm. But for now, no. They take what a girl has already done and then plop someone else's head on there. And it helps if their body is kind of the same, if they have the same hair, that, you know, because the technology is still new. But yes, absolutely, you can deep fake, and that's where that term comes from. You're faking the girl. So you take a movie and then just plop Taylor Swift's head in. And that's kind of what's going on with these images on Twitter. They took images that they trained from adult stars from cheerleader movies and made her into a cheerleader, but a naughty version. Mm. And, and that is, uh, it was really, I don't know if you've seen them. They were bad. They were, and I'm an adult. So that's a lot coming from me. Mm. By the way, is anybody doing deep fakes with any of the male stars? You know what? I actually talked to someone about this. It's hard. Men kind of have it made because when men are in movies, they don't take photos of their faces. Nobody cares about the guy. Mm. So the, it's nearly impossible to get a good, solid photo set of a guy. <laughs> wow. And, and Yeah, he doesn't get deep fixed because you can't get in a photo set. And you need at least 100, but like a 1,000 photos is even better. But I mean like actual photos of his face. So it's, it's really hard to, to deep fake a guy. Wow. Uh, yeah. I just thought, you know, uh, maybe on, you know, some male actor's uh, torso, yeah, you, you got some yeah. schlub from Fond du Lac, Wisconsin, and you plant his head on there. And uh, anyway, tell me, though, uh, again, Kelly Roberts is with us. Uh, her book is How to Be a Porn Star. She spent more than two decades as an adult entertainer. Only fans. Is that also having an impact on the porn industry? Huge. Absolutely over the top. It has changed everything. Overnight, OnlyFans has literally changed the way, and, and in, a, in a massive way. So let's say you have a favorite performer, and all of a sudden, she doesn't want to go to sit on set for $1,000 for eight hours. Why would she sit there on set for eight hours for that 1000 bucks when she could be at home making her own content, making ten grand for in 10 minutes? Mm. Yeah, I guess. So companies are really struggling to get these big name pretty girls on set. So people like Pornhub, they're, they're um, contracting girls saying, hey, we'll give you a guaranteed contract. And not, not only will we guarantee a number of scenes, but we'll also pay, let's say, health insurance and travel and makeup artists and just things 
mindset like to cater to these girls because nobody wants to go to work. I mean, why would you? If you can make way more money from home, why would you want to go work on a set all day? Yeah, but it seems like there's so many uh, people now within the industry. Uh, it proliferates. Uh, it's scaled up so phenomenally, obviously, because of the Internet. Uh, yeah, I mean, and you're saying, are there fewer people getting into it or are there more people but just using different avenues? There are definitely more people than ever getting into the adult industry. COVID sort of opened up people's eyes as it being a legitimate avenue for revenue. And there are definitely a hundred times more people today than there were five years ago. And I mean, to the point where there, instead of being a hundred available actresses, there are thousands right now, but the big name girls, sorry, the bigger name girls, they don't want to go to work. They are, sorry, I have naughty puppies. Mm-hmm. They don't want to go on set for eight hours a day for a thousand bucks. That's not worth it to them. So the problem that you're seeing are the big name girls not wanting to film. So where is the money to be made in porn? Only fans. Absolutely only fans. Hands down, only fans. What's the typical or average lifespan of, say, an actress in the industry versus a male? An actress could go for years. A male could go for five. A, a, a male cannot perform that way, that much, for more than a few years. So what's, a female, look at Cherie DeVille, look at Audrey Hollander. These girls have been around 20 years. Mm. Well, but yeah, like they, men, sh- they shift yeah. into a different category at some point, though, don't they? And I mean, have a they different do. appeal. So like Audrey Hollander is a perfect example. When she started out, she was like 19. So you have a 19-year-old, fresh-faced, red-headed girl, and she attracts a, a, the teen market. Then she got a little bit older and she became an actress where she did like stuff with Eddie Van Halen. And then now she's a MILF. And, you know, 20 years later, she's in her 40s and people, uh, she, she has a whole new avenue of, of clients. Some, of course, are from her early days, but like her, her look is different. I mean, Audrey Hollander doesn't look like she does at 40 that she did at 20. But let me tell you, she looks amazing. But now you have the same situation, a man, Nick Manning, who started in porn the same time Audrey Hollander did. His um, private parts, <laughs> I don't think of a clean way to say it, can't perform athletically that much for that period of time. Mm. So just... now he's more into like managing girls and helping new girls get started. Whereas, you know, a woman can physically going theoretically forever <laughs> really is there granny porn oh god yes oh yeah okay <laughs> and he's, he's doing a whole thing of granny porn right now and i'm just like no please for the love of god no <laughs> okay i guess you know if there's a market for it uh the demand will be met Interesting to talk. I appreciate it. By the way, uh, are there, because you're saying now, uh, you know, with OnlyFans and alternatives to, uh, is exploitation still as rampant as it ever was? Uh, how do you assess it? And, and this is, as far as OnlyFans, I would say exploitation is worse in the Middle East, in the Eastern Bloc. We learned with, when the Russian war started how bad it really was. I was floored to find that out. So as far as exploitation, you don't really get it as much in the U.S., but in Ukraine, all of those girls, 
It's just, it's bad. Those Russians are really bad about that. How so? They, it's like, um, I don't know, modern day pimps is really what it comes down to. They put these girls in like a factory-like setting in the Ukraine and have them, I mean, imagine an office that was divided by, um, like dividers with beds. And every room you walk into is in the bed. And it's like a whole factory of nothing but women who are working eight hours a day for these Russian men who are managing these women. And not just their performance, but their money, everything. And it was just, it was very heartbreaking. But we didn't even know about this until the money got cut off because of the Russian war. So now we're sort of seeing the impact because all of a sudden these Ukrainian girls couldn't get paid and they're panicking. And that's when we learn of these types of exploitation stories. In the U.S., the girls have resources. They, they just go on Twitter and say, hey, this guy's exploiting me, and he's out of here. Do you think the government has a role to play in this? I mean, uh, in the States, for example, I think the Biden administration has piped up with the Taylor Swift uh, issue, you know, the deep fake, uh, that harassment of this sort, they call it harassment, has got to be nipped in the bud. Uh, how can the law deal with this in a practical way? It's hard because a lot of this gets perpetual. I mean, there's a certain law that basically says um, if you don't, it it allows for user-generated content. So, like, social media has a certain barrier of protection. And if you take away that barrier of protection, you take away social media. It will no longer exist. And that includes YouTube. So, basically, what the law that's protecting them is what allows us to have social media is the very law that they would have to modify or take away to stop this from happening. Now, where I give Elon Musk credit, he knew that this was wrong. I mean, he's all for parody, but this took it to the next level. He stopped it. He didn't have to. Legally speaking, he didn't have to stop it, but he did. And I, I will absolutely give him credit for that because Taylor Swift, this, it was bad. I, I'm not sure if you've seen some of the images, but they were brutal. Mm. And, and it's, wow. So right. can the law stop it? Yes. But if they stop it, they will take away your right to have. You'll never have things like TikTok, Pornhub, YouTube, all of those go away as well. Mm. Well, uh, I guess, you know, somebody of a lesser stature than Taylor Swift may be exploited this way or uh harassed online and uh, maybe they do need recourse to the law for defamation or so on and so forth. Kelly, I've got to let you run on that note, but I always appreciate you joining us on the program with uh, your insights into the business over 20 years spent as an adult entertainer, author of the book, how to be a porn star. Kelly Roberts, uh, very much appreciated again. Stay well. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Listen to the John Oakley show live each weekday afternoon from three until six. If you live in the Toronto area, just turn that AM dial to 640 and listen anywhere on earth 24 hours a day by going to 640toronto.com. Follow on Twitter at AM640Oakley. You've been listening to A Curious Cast. New podcasts and shows are debuting all the time. So check back often to see what's new in the Curious Cast Library.